<laughs> okay. Are you ready? So we're just gonna do it like this. You don't need me to record on anything else. No, I don't think so. Wait, but All I have right. to see your face. Uh. Hello, face. Yay, we did it! Alyssa, why are you in a phone? I'm in a phone because we are separated. Two girls with separation. <laughs> Anxiety. Oh, no, 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 not that. <laughs> yes. So I am actually here. Man, I'm like not nervous at all. I'm so sorry for people that have that's going to watch this YouTube video. But um, I am out here in Texas where I'm originally from. Alyssa, where are you? I'm in California. Exactly. Where we both normally film this podcast. So this is what you're gonna get today, but it's gonna be great. Yay! Okay, so um my name's Marisha for any of those who have forgotten. What's your name? Oh, I am Alyssa, if you forgot so quickly in one week. Um don't Hopefully forget not. again. Hopefully not at all. Cool. It's so fun. So, Alyssa, how are we going to jump into this one? Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Totally. Okay. Messing up the mic. How are we going to jump into this one since now it's going to be a little different than last time? So, to jump, you just got to use your energy and go up and come back down. Gravity got you when you come back. Um, no. So... <laughs> You know, in our lives, we all want to accomplish something. We all want to do something. We all want to be able to achieve our goals, our dreams. Um, you know, some of us get tainted by, you know, what other people say, so we might not accomplish our dreams. Or some of us get tainted by, you know, being immersed in the world of our dream, and we don't get the time or opportunity to elevate to where we want to be. So today is just talking about um, where we want to be and why we're not there and mm, yeah. that it's not always a bad thing to not be where you want to be you know a lot mm -hmm. of people look at it as oh you know say for us like we're in film and video production we haven't made it to be the biggest the greatest the multi-trillion dollar you know strong independent black women of, of hollywood yet and you know some people might look at that and be like oh that's so sad like i haven't made it in what i wanted right but in reality you know um this time gives us the opportunity to create something bigger, create something better, and to come up with a plan that people have not possibly seen before. Yeah. Um, so having this time of um, unnoticedness or like unseen by other people, um, it, it could be a good thing for you. Yeah. And I think we need to expand on that because a lot of people see it as I failed. Um, I can't mm. do anything. I'm working so hard. Why is this not working? We start to lose patience with um, our craft rather than um, increasing the skill even more, increasing the talent even more. Right, 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 right. Leaning in so that we can bring something completely different um, from what the world has seen. Yeah. You know, it's actually really interesting. It reminds me of school because, like, with school specifically, you have this, like, 
training time. You know, we, both of us went to school for um, some sort of entertainment thing. And yeah. you have this, whether it's two to four years of this training. And it's not that in this training that you're not accomplishing things. You know, I believe like even when um, I did a web series, I did all of this work for a web series that I put out and then there wasn't like the accolades that I thought were going to come after this web series didn't come out of it. It, it. it was totally different than what I thought it was going to be. But even in that, I was still able to learn about line producing. I was able to learn about, you know, location scouting, about budgets, about all of this other things. And I think um, sometimes, and I, I totally do this, I think sometimes I'm so goal oriented that I forget about the actual process. Like I forget about what I'm learning in the process of achieving a goal because when when we only think about the goal then we lose sight of everything that we're learning to get to that goal you know yeah so for you Alyssa, do you feel like you know why do you think we have this mindset of you know if i don't achieve my goal i failed like and then also you know i've with failing i i've been told like failing isn't actually a bad thing like failing is good because you learn different ways to not do that. So why do you think we have this like stigma of failing and, and where, where do you feel like that comes from? Uh, I think it comes from people's lack of patience, mm. their lack of, although we're dedicated, we are only dedicated and determined to a certain extent because we put on our own timeline, like, okay, this is going to happen in a month. Yeah. When it doesn't happen in a month, we completely like, you know, set ourselves six feet underground, we either beat ourselves up and yeah. from, um, you know, creating a new process, or, or we are okay, and we do create a new process, but say we do that for the next month, and then we get mad that it took two months, instead of understanding that you learned something across these two months, you grew in some type of way, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't like the process we don't like the process of things because things take too long that I have to do this step now I need to talk to this person right right than I want to now these people don't necessarily know what I want so now I have to re-explain everything to them so it's it's the process of everything that can really um halt people because we don't know how long that process is going to be have you been have you been talking to my old therapist because that's literally what my old therapist used to say she was like you don't like the process no i don't i want this now thank you for being my therapist right now Nobody can lie about the things that they want and the things that they want now. Like for me, I'm right. just like, if I could be in, in film and a host and all this other stuff, I would want that now. But I know and understand after, funny enough, like this entire week, I'm like, it's good to still be patient and be uh, diligent and, and go through the process because the process is going to elevate you. Right. And that's where we, we don't understand where our elevation is because we equate our elevation with the accomplishment of our goal yes but your elevation is throughout your goal yes finally um, matured by the end of it to say you know I went through all of this to finally get here you know we don't typically like praise um, anything for doing that process you know a lot right. of people even in those people who are in the spotlight now we're like oh they just made it there because their dad had money they yeah, yeah 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 
regardless of what their parents have or regardless of what this had, they still need to go through a process. Now, right. The process got to be easier than your process, but, but in, in the same way, they still need to learn something different. They still need to train a different way. They right. still need to learn, you know, the avenues um, of what they were trying to accomplish. And a lot of people just, we lack patience. We want yeah. things fast. You know, we want our food fast. We want technology to be fast. We want, you know, to be able to watch movies fast. We want yes. to be able to buy clothes fast. We, we can, or, like, how they were saying uh, we can order things on Amazon and get it by the end of today. Right. Like we want things so quick right. that we forget that there's an actual process to everything when you're like, yeah, well, you don't just build a house. You need to start with foundation. It reminds me. Oh, sorry. I'm like, I totally, okay, wait, pause. I totally forgot to put my phone on airplane mode. Like you said to do. So I'm doing that right now. Okay, it actually reminds me of people who say, oh, she was an overnight success. Yeah. Those don't not. exist. Period. It's not. Like. You just heard about her overnight. Right. She's been doing this for 10 years. Right, exactly. And, and like, we have this instant gratification, this instant, like, I need it, like, I need to feel this right here, right now. Uh, because we have, I, I believe that we have this mindset of everything that you said, like fast food, fast this, fast that. Um, and with technology, though it is great, the expansion of technology, it's also, it's also kind of our weakness as well, because we can get things so quick. Our mind, like we've trained our brain to think, well, I got that quick. Why can't I get this quickly as well? Yeah. So. That's completely completely it and taking a pause for my water burger that i got here in texas instantly oh my goodness <laughs> not sponsored not sponsored hey if water burger wants to sponsor us i will not be mad to get i don't even know what they are oh i'm so sorry i'm not from texas you're right and you probably wouldn't need anything there either but sponsored by i don't even want to say this place but sponsored by water it's good to drink and stay hydrated. Or sweet tea. It's delicious. And not necessarily good for you, but delicious in the southern states. Good. Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that. Okay, for you, Alyssa. Yes. When it comes to creating, so obviously, so I'm here back at home and swoosh and I think something I really had to get over this hurdle I had to get over was this um with creating with reaching a goal um how I um allowed my family to influence my thoughts about how quickly I was achieving a goal right and so for you how do you feel like you combat that how do you feel like like what are your just practicals of because and then i'll tell you about what i had to do which i don't know if it was great but what do you feel like you know how was your experience and how did you kind of combat that so my i feel like my experience is completely different from everyone on planet earth because <laughs> a lot of people tend to like care and want to listen to what their parents say yeah but the moment my well, it was only one parent that was kind of like, you're never going to make money doing that. And I was like, bet. Like, you know, for me... It, you like it, a challenge. I'm like, <laughs> I, I have such a, a stubborn personality. 
Mm. So when someone tells me I can't, I want to like show them tenfold of what they said I couldn't do and then go above and beyond and then like just just show it and be like, well, just because you couldn't do it. Mm. Like yeah. I, I've always had that mentality of people like to project um, the things that they couldn't accomplish in their life onto you. Yeah. And no offense to parents, no offense to anyone who, who has a child or anything like that. I'm not saying that you intentionally put people down or put your child down, but it's it's your experience of I couldn't accomplish this some point in my life. Right. My daughter is trying to accomplish something so much bigger than I could ever think of right. or do or wanted to do. So let me bring them down to a level where I know that they could a, a safety level. Right, and exactly. Safety was never the issue or anything like that was never the issue because when I looked in life, I was like, how are you going to tell me I can't build a building when there's 50 million buildings around here with 50 million different people doing the same thing? Accurate. So to me, I was like, you saying that I can't accomplish my dream doesn't really make sense because all these other people are doing it. Right. Now, what you should have told me was, girl, go accomplish that dream, but understand what it takes right. to accomplish a dream that you want. Um, and for me, I'm, I'm happy, like, my mom was still like, you got this girl, like, yeah. I, I believe in you, uh, but it's going to be hard work, and and she always made sure that I understood that it's going to take a lot more to get to where I need to be, where I want to be, uh, than it would for me to be, like, a, a typical doctor, or, like, mm-hmm. something like that, where I'm just going through the process of school, that stuff, you know, film is a little bit different, you got to go to all these different avenues, trying to get all these different people, yes. and, and, like, you know, learn your craft, and you could go to school for it. You don't have to go to school for it. Now you need to learn the camera. Now you need to do this. You are very multifaceted. And yes. You need a whole thing. And I'm glad she was able to, to at least, you know, push me in that sense. So I know a lot of people don't have their parents either backing them or understanding their craft. But um, I want to help everyone and say you can't, no offense to parents, you can't listen to them. Yeah. You can't listen to them with everything that you do, no matter if they, they're the one know like supporting you in that way um you're gonna have to figure it out yourself because if your mom or dad doesn't want to put money into your brand um you're gonna have to figure that out yourself and you can't always get discouraged or always get sad or mad like my parents don't support me this doesn't it's not helping me i know it's encouraging but what's more encouraging is the fact that you can take that um you know negativity and use it and turn it into a positive like for me it turned into a positive thing of no I am going to achieve my goal and you can sit on the sidelines and watch and by the time it comes up you know you can either congratulate me or still have a sour face but no by the end I was able to go through the process right you know understand the craft that I wanted to do the path I wanted to take in my life um to elevate in a way where I can help other people who do the same thing yeah and if you don't want to support me on that well then I love you I care about you but don't ever think that I'm going to incorporate you into a brand that you don't support. You know what I mean? I can only show you what my brand's going to do, but you're going to have to wait on the sidelines now because you don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Something I had to do. And I think, so I grew up actually with a very supportive family, the one, like my household family. So my mom, my stepdad and my younger brother were like, there was nothing else I could do other than be an entertainer. Like that, it, it just, it was very like, now that's, that's what you're going to do. Um, so they were very supportive. 
what got tricky though was you know once i moved to la everybody knew i was gonna go to either la or new york because i'd always talked about it so what got tricky was once i either it was either right before i was graduating or right after i kept hearing oh when are we gonna see you on tv when are we gonna see you on tv when are we gonna when are we when are you gonna do this when are you gonna when are you gonna do this and i right <laughs> Right. Right. And like, bless his heart. Like, I love, I love my papa so, so, so much. But it was, it was like, I had to protect my circle. I had to protect my, who I allow to infiltrate my dream. And he, and, and he was very like, oh, well, so when are you going to do, when are you going to change? Like, it, it's easy to memorize lines. And I was like, I was like, if it was easy to memorize lines, there would be so many people that were famous right now. It's not just, as an actor at the time I was acting, it's not just memorizing lines, it's it's portraying a character so the audience of, of, any, of any background, of any nation, anywhere, could honestly believe you. And so I, I had to talk to my mom, and my poor mom, She I love her so much, but with her, I had to call her and I said, listen mom, this is my this is my dream this is what i see success looking like and yeah. if no one can get behind what i believe success looks like then they can't be a part of it just like you said that like i love you dearly but if you have to sit on the sidelines then that's where you have to sit if you got if you want to sit there and cheer for me great if one day you don't want to cheer for me and then the next day then you're like oh yeah i want to cheer for you now then it's like great but yeah i definitely had to i think it was just protecting my mental circle to say like man i have this vision this vision is is a vision that god gave me and if he didn't give you that same vision for my life then we got to sit down and talk but know that god gave me this vision directly and I have to honor that. Like, there's even scriptures that talk about, you know, not putting men over God. Like, I can't, just because you think I should do this and work at a fast food restaurant, that does, that's not the, mm -mm, God called me and he did not say nothing about no fast food place. He yeah. said creative, period. You know, so I think it was really, one, protecting my circle and expressing what my vision was to my mom and she trickled down and everybody else kind of fell in line and i was like if you ain't about it i'ma see you at the finish line if you're about it fantastic come and cheer me on so yeah i think that's definitely kind of what you said was like if you gotta sit on the sidelines like i love you but i'm not gonna stop this vision because you and something you said like because you believe that this right here is not safe um and i agree like with you like i was never a safe player like i didn't just play it safe because that's what was easy like i was like no let's go for it like what are we doing so yeah then also you gotta imagine yourself i'm like i can't imagine my life ever not being creative yeah and it's like we all still have different paths we get to experience different things and we get to have our own life yeah and whatever's on your consciousness whatever you know keeps you motivated like you know you can have a million people tell you no but if you know deep down inside and you are diligent and you are determined 
and you are skilled and you are crafted in your talent, there is no there is no possible way that you could fail from what you want. You know, you it might take ten years, it might take twenty years, it might take thirty years, but knowing that you stay true and authentic to who you are, what brand you wanted to create, and how you wanted to do it is more um, honorable than listening to other, what other people say because they couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, because they couldn't achieve something in their life because they want to project um, some safe mentality on top of you because they think, oh, this is the safer way. And I'm like, in reality, it's not. You're still wasting money. You're still wasting time. You're still doing this. You're still putting that much effort and energy in something you don't want to do. So yeah. why would you ever think to yourself, yes, let me put... 100% of my effort, energy, time, you know, my love, my care into something that you do not love, you right. do not care about, you do not even want to do, you know, and I get, um, you know, a lot of people get scared because they're like, oh, I need to go to college because, you know, my parents say to, but I'm like, why would you waste that money, number one? Yeah. Why would you do a degree that you don't know about? about number two like you know I feel like this world works so fast where we're like you need to go through school get out of school go back into school for another four to eight years and then you need to get that degree and then it's like so like um processed for society and it's like you don't have to do that at all like, well that's not a have to follow those steps at all that's a really great point do you think in because I, I I say yes and no. Like, I have two different answers for it. Do you think that as a creative in achieving your goal, do you feel like school is is beneficial? I feel like having a mentor is beneficial. Mm, yeah. School is just the institution. So I don't believe for me that I need to personally be immersed in a college to understand and know film and video production. Mm. I can build my craft off of many different sources and go to many different clubs, things that I don't have to pay for, seminars that I don't have to pay for, uh, TED Talks that I don't have to pay for, and I can sit down and analyze things um, that I don't have to necessarily necessarily pay for. But what I do believe everyone in their life needs is a mentor Mm. um, to go out and at least find someone who is in your craft to teach you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a person who's 100%. I've been in the industry for 50 years. People even like that, they still don't know what they're doing. Yeah, um, that's real. Um, that's so, so, so it's like so finding real. that perfect person to say, hey, like, you know, and having the humility to say, like, I need help. Um, you know, I, I like film. I like video production. I don't know where to start. And and then understanding your starting of, okay, like, what do you want to do? And it's like, oh, maybe I want to be a camera op. Like, do you know yeah. anything about cameras? No. All right, and then just start at that basis of, okay, what's my camera? What's my weapon that I'm going to choose first? Yeah. Um, I'm going to choose a Canon because Canons are very easy to follow. They're this, they're that. Um, they're pretty cheap uh, on certain sites. And if you get a used one, you can do this with it, blah, blah, blah. This is sponsored by Canon. Thank you, Canon. Thank you, Canon. Hopefully um, one day. You know what I mean? You yeah. basically have to hone in, find your mentor, and continue gaining information, reading books. A lot of people don't want to take this step themselves, and I feel like we waste a lot of money in an institution where you possibly still won't even learn everything. Yep. When you can just sit down and buy a book for ten dollars and and really just dive deep in that book, save up money, buy your camera for a thousand dollars, and mess around with that camera every single day. Yeah. No matter what you're doing, 
no matter what you're shooting, no matter how ugly it looks now, you mess around with that camera every single day. By a month later, you know how to use that camera better than anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, that hasn't even picked up that camera like once. It's so interesting. Yes. Like, okay, so um, when I graduated high school, my mom told me, and like I said, I love my mom. She's always been so supportive. Um, but she and my my stepdad at the time, they said that you have to go to school. Like, you have to get your bachelor's degree in something. So I went first to school for acting, which was, which was what it was. Um, got my bachelor's degree. And now, I mean, I, I went, I was doing acting gigs probably up until like two years ago. And I'm not even currently even acting anymore. And I think, I agree, like, it is finding that person who is going to help you advance in your skill because with with film so went into producing and then after i went into producing i was like i think i need to go and take a class for producing when i tell you so this class was probably like seven hundred dollars and you had to pay out of pocket you couldn't you couldn't like do those, um, what's yeah. it, you know, yeah, that, that, that. So paid it out of pocket. I learned the exact same thing that I did in that whatever, however many months that I'd already known. Everything that I'd already taught myself with being on set, I already knew it. And it, I mean, it was great because now I can put this class on my resume, but it's like, these are I just paid seven hundred dollars to get a refresher of things I, I already knew. Yeah. And so it's just like I totally I, I agree. I think when you find it's doing the work, it's saying like this is a passion of mine. I am going to actually go and do the work instead of having somebody else do the work for me. Yeah. I had a lot of people after graduation that were like, oh, I want to go get my doctorate's degree. And I was like, why? Why would you get your doctorate's degree in acting? Like, and it was because nothing was lining up. So they felt like, and of course this is like, this is not across the board. This is not every single person or, you know, I believe that their school is needed for certain things, but it's like they, there was nothing coming in. They didn't have auditions coming in. They couldn't find agents. They couldn't do this. And so because of that, the result was, oh, well, I need to go back to school. And it's like, do you or do you need to just try harder doing, some, doing something you love? You know, find, figuring out, okay, this isn't working. How else can I achieve this goal? Yeah. You know? Or a lot of people continue on in school because they want, you know, that status of, I have a piece of paper yeah. that I paid $100,000 for. Yeah. And uh, personally, um, you know, it's okay definitely to have that, that paper, to have that identification that you got to go through this process, you got to have all these things. But when people try to use it as a title yeah. to one-up someone, that's where I have a problem with it. Because I'm like, regardless of your one-up, you can have 10 million degrees, 10 million rewards. But if you yourself, if I look at your talent... <laughs> That part. If you can't even turn on a camera. That part. Up the tripod. Don't, don't ever try to put your degree, your master's degree. I have a doctorate degree. Okay, congratulations. I can write doctorate on a piece of paper, too. Girl. Um, and put down 100,000 swallows for it, too. But I feel like, you know, in society, 
it tries to mess with us in a way where we're like, I need to have this paper and I need yeah. to go to school and then I need to spend the money. But I'm like, that kind of stifles some people because it gets us stuck at the that paper that we don't necessarily have to have. Yeah. And it makes us feel like, oh no, I need to have it to have this status so people can look at me and, and see that I did something and that I paid for this and I got the training for it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, people don't look at you then I feel people look at the paper that you have. Yeah. And I yes. don't want to look at the paper you have. I could care less if you have a doctorate in film and video production. I could yeah. care less if you got a bachelor's or associates in anything. If you have great determination, mm. persevere in your craft each and every single day, and you are the most dedicated person I have ever met, I don't care about a piece of paper. I care more about the craft and your talent because I've seen so many people with such amazing talent that have never even gone to school. That's that's never gone. Yes, to and they are making more than someone who has gone to school and who is in still still in debt. Today yep, that is it. School. Exactly. Even people who have taught me are still in debt because of their school, and yep. yet they still haven't you know elevated to where they might have wanted to be. Yeah, they got to do a couple jobs. Yeah, they got to do this here and there, right. but they're still in the same position of I'm in debt. I'm still looking for this, and I haven't completely honed in on my proper craft. Right, right. It's not about, you know, that paper. It's not about having to go to school, but it's about you taking the time to have that process, that growing process, a learning process, a teaching process. And some people, it does end up you having to go to school. And yeah. then the end goal of that is, yay, I get a piece of paper that says I did all this work. You know, but it's not when people try to flaunt uh, the fact that they have a paper and they try to make yeah. it they are better than someone else, then I'm like, no, honey, no, let's, let's not try yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we could still run circles around you Girl. in your piece of paper. <laughs> Not you're so funny you know it's actually really interesting when I was doing um when I was acting and putting things on my resume it was it was interesting because you know the something that I was told was you should put the names of the teachers and the classes that you took so even putting the school that I went to wasn't advised from, I had a mentor at the time. And it was like, no, 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 when you put, when you, what you put on your resume is the teacher name and the class. And so it's really interesting because it didn't matter, honestly, it didn't matter what school I went to. It mattered the teachers that I was underneath. Yeah. Now I do. Oh no. We're back, yay. We're back at it again. Now I do believe. <laughs> that was a quick break from <laughs> breaks. Um, but I do believe that if you want to sharpen your craft, I think that going to classes, you yeah, should. Definitely. Because that is sharpening your skill set. But just like you said, it's not I have to pay however much money to go to a film school it's yeah. no i need to jump into this class this class because i need to sharpen this skill so i'm not walking on set thinking oh i have this determination it's like no i know what i'm doing i'm walking in here knowing how to do these things but that you could do like especially in la like you can go to a class and learn far more in a six-week class than yeah. in a four-year program yeah, because they extend everything so long. And I remember, at least when I was in school, everything I learned, I was like, y'all, we could have done this all in six months. Bruh. Like, Bruh. By, the end, by the end of the two years, I was like, 
could have literally did this all in six months. My gosh, so real. How and and just off in my own realm. Yep. But also having mentors going to classes does get you good um, connections. You get to yeah. talk to people. You get to interact with people, and you get to build your team. Going back to our last week's topic. Hey. Right, you gotta found. You gotta find that niche of people that you can trust, that you can work with, that you can be um, diligent with, and you really gotta, you know, hone in on what you need. Okay, I need a camera op. That's gonna be my camera op. Yeah. All right, I need a producer. She's gonna be my producer. All right, I need um, someone, you know, I want a good set of actors that I can, who are very versatile, and I can, you know, really just hone in on my directing skills with these people for right now. Yeah. You know, help, grab that help that you need and hone in on each and every single person so you guys can elevate together and by the time you're ready to expand you'll already know how to work with people you know how yep. to direct people you'll know how to um budget with people you'll know who to go for catering you'll know who to go for makeup so real. You know, once you hone in on on what you need and you hone on hone in on each person then it just gets easier on you because you're like, okay, I know how to manage this yep. now. I know yep. how to delegate now. And I know how to bring people on the team. I know how to manage a team. You know, so it's just yeah. better in that way. And that's why I said yes and no earlier when it came to, you know, this institutionalized of school. Because, no, I, I personally, I, I agree with you. I don't believe that you need school to achieve your goals specifically, especially in the entertainment industry. Now, that same thing still being said in the same sentence, I do believe that you need school because it's a great opportunity, like you said, to expand who you know. Because if I, you know, I went to a school where it had three different programs, it had acting, musical theater, and dance. So now I know when I when I uh, produce dance films, I know who to call because I went to a school who had a dance program and I met dancers. So that is the reason why I think it's a fantastic opportunity to expand your pool of people. Because I know for me, like if I just went to, and you know, other people know other people, but if I just went to a a film class then I would only know other filmmakers who are doing the exact same that same thing that I'm doing but if yeah. I go to a school that has all kinds of entertainment then I'm able to say like oh that person does this that person does that that person does this now I know you and like just building my team of people that it becomes easier especially because in LA there are not everybody in LA are genuine not everybody yeah. in LA are authentic. Not yeah. every like what well, let's let's be let's be I'm all the way real. Not everybody in the entertainment industry, period, no matter where you're from, is real and authentic. Yeah. And so I think that school is a safer place to find your creative people for you to be able to create so then you are focusing on that team building you're focusing on that process of who your team is what you're doing learning how to work with other people learning how to balance this teacher that teacher and then that that helps you with the process of achieving your goal instead of just being goal oriented and just yeah. thinking like how am I going to feed myself off of this craft that I have <laughs> you know so I that's why I'm like it's like a yes and a no thing because 
now I'm able to at least have know that I have people yeah. that I can call on. And I think taking it a step further of not being tainted by what we see. Mm. Because a lot of us like to, you know, at first we're like, yeah, we're going home. We're, we're going to make it. I'm going to do it my own way. And when your own way isn't working and it hasn't been working and working and you're working so hard, you get impatient. Yeah. You get, you get discouraged in a way and then you start to um, degrade your value. Mm in order to allow other people to help you. So yeah. to expand on that some more is like, if someone came to me, I hate Hollywood. I'm not going to lie. I hate Hollywood. I dislike the people in Hollywood. Who likes like Hollywood? Hollywood? I don't like how disgusting they Man. are, how narcissistic they are, how arrogant they are, how, how arrogant and blind the people are who, you know, put themselves on a pedestal, on a status. I'm like, yeah. I don't like that. We are not, you're not on a pedestal, you're not on a status, so get off your high horse, you know? And a lot of the times, we as creatives in any avenue, in any aspect, whether you're doing art for an art gallery or film and video production, if you're a dancer, if you're yeah. an actor, if you're a singer, Whatever that avenue may be, we're going to be enticed by, you know, money. Yeah. We're going to be enticed by the people who, who know other people. For sure. And if you know deep down inside that that person is not good, these people are not good, this is not how I wanted it to happen, you know, so I'm not going to take their offer. Because a lot of times people, you know, will take that million dollar offer without thinking about it. Yeah. And then they realize that was a bad option because now things are still going south because now people took 50% of my business. This is going down. Um, I don't have the creative rights that I wanted anymore. We're not thinking through that. We get enticed by what we see in the in the beginning and we're like, yes, this is whatever. This is always what I've wanted. Right. Let me just take it right now. But waiting for it is so much better. Yeah. And doing it your own way, your own avenue and keeping your integrity, um, you know, and not degrading yourself just to fit in the niche that you want now and to be under people who don't have the same value as you or right. don't value people like you. Because it would be silly for me if someone who was in the top industry, who was a host, was like, Alyssa, I'm going to give you your own show. It's going to cost, we're going to pay you right now like $1 million. You know, just sign your life away right here. And, you know, we can handle the rest for you. You'll have a full team. Oh, gosh. And I'm thinking, wow, this is nice. I get my million dollar cut in the beginning. I get to have my own TV show. I got my own team. Yeah. I can have my own creative thing. But in the end, there's always that fine print, those little things yeah, that yeah, come yeah. up that we don't think about and you know a lot of times for us especially in LA we like to say yes to anything that's like, very you know, we accurate like to say yes to that spotlight because we want it now yeah we want we instant want now. Mm -hmm. and I'm telling people in your craft you are so talented and you are so filled with so much value do not ever degrade your value your talent your gift just because you want money, just because you see people who are doing it, just because you see, you know, someone approach you and they have all these extra things and you're like, I need all these things. You're going to be able to get all those things without degrading yourself. Right. You and know, I feel like we need to say that one more time. You can do your craft without degrading your value. Yep. Because people like to do that. And I'm just like, why? Why would you take yep. away from yourself? Yep. Just to because you think you're propelling yourself when you just took ten steps back and you thought you were forty steps forward. Right. 
this does not make sense. So. Yeah, it's it's actually so interesting. So I don't know if you know this. So we have a friend, a mutual friend. Um, I can say her name. Um, her name's Heather, and Heather is she's in the music industry. And for her, she's been approached by many, many labels to, to ask her to sign onto their labels. And it's so interesting because every time in the fine print, it's it, there's like a, a line. And of course, she could tell the story better than I could. But there's a line in the, in the contract that always says that they can change any of her lyrics. And so, yeah, right. And so because of that line, she hasn't signed. She is fantastic. She is a fantastic artist. She she's a singer songwriter. But because she doesn't degrade her the the what she is, who she is, the, the exactly because of that and she has standards and and that's what I'm going to talk about next because she has these standards she's not going to compromise who she is based off of who's asking her to sign and I think that is what truly holds an artist to a certain to to a certain level is their standard yeah it's like if if it's like vision and standard if your vision is in alignment with the standard that you have and you hold, yeah. then that's what's gonna that's what's gonna allow you to continue to expand on your your creative process. You know, people can say like, I want to be a singer all day long, but you don't know how to sing. Like, okay, then you need to go and take some singing lessons. Then you need to go and really work your craft. And then yeah. once you do that, once your heart is in that place of working your craft, working hard for something that you want, you have to check what is my actual vision. And and I believe that we have to like be very real and honest with ourselves of what that vision is. Because yeah. If we have a vision, something I was taught in acting school was don't come to acting school. Don't come to L.A. thinking you're going to be famous because yeah. that's not that's like that's the that's the three percent. Like that's not that should not be your vision. Your vision should be something that is accomplishable and that aligns with your standard so that you're not just doing anything for a million bucks. Because yeah. if your vision is to be famous, then your standards may be very low. Because now you are like, oh, well, I just want to be famous, so I'll do anything for anything. And that's... You have to be careful with that, because it's like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa there, slow down now. Why yep. do you want so many people to look... Like, what... That just makes me think when people have that type of goal, like, what are you lacking that you feel you need all these people to look at you mm, in that club of yeah. And that's another topic for another day. Another day. Um, that is very in, in, in a twangled, in a twine <laughs> with so much more. Yes. Um, okay. That, that's a good question to ask yeah. yourself if you're creative. Why would you want so many people to look at you in that way? Is right. it because you're genuinely wanting to change something? Or you just want people to look at you and see what you can do. Look at my craft. Look right. at my, look at what I got. You know, look what I can do. Is it because of what you like? You know, is it a selfish reason or right. is it a selfless reason? Yeah. And once you turn your craft into a selfless reason, I feel like a lot more people will be able to understand what they're truly trying to do. Yeah, it, it reminds me of um, 
this uh, Bible verse, and it's it's kind of like how you know God smashes idols. And I feel like when we have a selfish reason to achieve a creative goal, then then that that will be smashed. Whether yeah. it's like actually like it crumbles or whether it's your integrity, who you are as a person has now been smashed. Because yeah. now you you have idolized being famous. You have idolized this thing, this end goal, instead of really allowing your life to be changed in the process, your life to really flourish in the process. And honestly, I believe like I would not be I would not be so heavily involved in producing and directing if I didn't enjoy the process. Because yeah. that's what that's when I realized, like, wow, I really love producing and directing. Like, this is something I really enjoy doing. And when I changed my focus, I didn't feel like I was losing a part of myself. I felt like I was evolving, not like, oh, well, I didn't achieve this goal. No, now I'm evolving to something different than what I thought I was going to do here, which is still awesome. For you, Alyssa, what do you feel like are your, like, top two or three practical steps into making sure to enjoy the process um ooh, to enjoy the process mm -hmm. definitely uh definitely number one first and foremost incorporating god into the the equation yeah at the front of the equation uh because he is the peace and in the Bible, it literally tells you how to do everything. So I'm just like, <laughs> let me, let me, right. let me not disobey because you are literally telling me how to invest. Yeah. You're literally telling me how to delegate. You are literally mm. telling me how to create, create a team. You are telling me how to, um, you know, do it. So yeah. I'm just, you are on the forefront because you know how to do it and you are telling me how to do it. Right. Um, bringing good people and, and like having fun people in the process because the process is fun. Writing for me, um, a lot of times I took a step back from producing because it was just too much because uh, I was producing so much for other people, directing and doing other things for other people, um, which is great and all awesome, but it was taking a toll on me, like physically, mm, mentally, yeah. and I was just tired. So now that I'm like really taking a step back and just writing, uh, writing has been fun. It's a creative outlet in and of itself yeah. to come up with different stories, to come up with crazy, cool new ideas that I feel people have not ever seen before because Hollywood is not creative. Um, Hollywood, they, they, they recycle. Often. They yeah, recycle a lot. There's a recycling bin, and I'm the, the new one. So hey. I'm, I'm innovation. <laughs> innovation nation. Hey. on that can keep my spirits up, keep me encouraged, and help me laugh process right so, um just having that good team again behind you and i think another thing is just you know taking that time to yourself because it is fun you know for me having you know that moment of of um you know just taking that time for myself mm -hmm. taking that time to plan everything to see and understand what i need to know and understand what i'm trying to accomplish these are uh, the good things about the process because once I know this yeah it, it, it makes me feel even more comfortable to take the next step and be like hey Billy so this is what we're gonna do and like yeah. to start, you know initiating people to the places that they need to go from yeah 
And once you feel more um, calm and at ease in every step that you do, I'm not saying it's going to be every single step that you do, but, you know, the more you prepare, the better you are. You don't mm. just grab your iPhone like, we're going to make a multi-trillion dollar film. Let's do it. Like, no, honey, you don't got the budget. You don't got this. You don't got, you don't got catering. You don't got a location. Girl. Like, you know. Having, you know, that time to break down everything, to truly understand your brand, to truly understand what you're going to bring forth in this world, to truly understand, like, those aspects, those avenues, that's what makes me happy. Yeah. That process of it makes me happy because it makes it easier not only on myself, but the people I'm delegating to. Right, right, right. Because if I start to make other people's jobs harder than they need to be, then I start to be like, okay, what did I not prepare for that now everyone's confused about yeah. and it's just gonna get more confusing more stressful more this more that when you start seeing that in your circle it's because there's something that you guys missed and you need to go back to the drawing board a thousand percent yeah bad you're like we already started fin- step 50 i don't want to go back to step one no honey go back to step one because you missed something yeah and having the humility to be like yo guys that's it something. let's go back that's it one, yeah you know so I think those are the things that keep me going. Keep yeah. Me have, keep me, you know. I agree. I, I a thousand percent agree. It's, you know, having faith in a higher power and the people you have around you. I agree. And having vision. Like I, I, I think those are three such main points. And the, for the second point specifically, when I'm working with people I enjoy, kind of what we talked about last week, when I'm working with people that can pour into me we're pouring into each other it doesn't feel like work it feels like i'm actually yeah like i'm 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 enjoying exactly you know everyone's calm everyone's creative exactly yes and then you're just literally like yep Yep. So I think that is like what has really allowed me to enjoy the process when I when I'm doing things by myself. Like I said, when I was doing my web series last year, it was it wasn't fun because and I was ready to get to the end because I did not have people in that working with me that I could enjoy that process, you know, and and because of that my vision of what this goal was was well i'm gonna show these people because this is gonna be here and here and all the neck swinging and neck twirling because you gonna see all the things i all the and and it and it was it went nowhere because i did not allow people that i cared about to be a part of something that was my heart i think even with creating like when you have a big and bigger teams make bigger um man i feel like there's an analogy here but i can't think of it right now um but i feel like with when you have multiple people on your team that's when you succeed when it's just you i i don't think you can succeed as much if you if it's just you because you need to delegate you can't do it all when people are like i want to be well-rounded i'm like well now you just uh you know wait hold on look at me real quick yes Yes, yes, yes. Agreed. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, because it, 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 it stops you from honing in on something that you're really good at. Yes! It's like, yes, I know how to do the camera, and I know how to direct, produce, and, 
and all this stuff. But right now, for me, I was like, I can't be all of those things and audio person and this yeah. and and make and force myself to do all these extra things when I'm like, okay, I know I can do it, yeah. right? But I cannot do it alone. Yeah. So I am not going to be the camera person. I am not going to be the audio person. And I am not going to produce this project. Yeah. I'm going to pull other people on who hone in on those specific things that I need. Right. And I'm not going to waste my time on them if they are going to be like, no, I'm a well-rounded producer and I do X amount of things. I'm like, no, I only want you for this. Yeah. I so And I think that is exact. That's that I believe is what helps the process. That's how you enjoy the process if you delegate and it's not just you. If it's it's literally like a big, everybody who's on set, everybody who's involved truly is mastering their specific craft. So, well... It's away the worry from you. Yeah. I don't have to worry about does Joe know how to set up the audio? No, Joe is a master at audio. So yeah. if, if there's something wrong, you know, and he tells me about it, you know, I know I have the confidence in him. It's like having that confidence. Okay, I have the confidence in Joe. Yep. He'll be able to, to fix those issues yep. and know what he's doing next and pull whatever team that he has for audio uh, on as well. Maybe it's an extra person to help him out. You know yep. what I mean? You know, it's just having that perfect confidence in, you know, Brittany can produce. Thank you, girl. Come like, on, Brittany. You know, you produce you know, we that. Got the, the camera going. Thanks, Joey. <gasps> like stuff like this. Right. And that's what I want for my team. Yeah. I think we did it again. I think we wow. we just did our second episode we of finished our second episode of two, two girls with braids. Yeah, we see it. We see it, girl. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and hearing us talk about the creative process of... Creative process. So just for them to wrap it all up. Wrap it up for us, girl. Remember, you can't always listen to the people who are closest to you. You need to be able to deduce the good information from the bad information. Yeah. Don't be deceived, people. Also, remember, you cannot do it all by yourself. Yes. Yes. that can really guide you and help you during that process and then in that process guys you have to understand and know that you still can't do it by yourself you need a good team right so put your confidence in people who have put their confidence on their specific skill point in what you need and then by the end of it just be patient with your process and don't try to uh, force anything but understand that your process is elevating you within it it's teaching you within it so learn your process understand your process and enjoy your process exactly you'll be able to have full confidence in your project and full confidence in knowing how to spread your project how to send out your project and how to elevate your project higher than you ever thought could happen before so yes (laughs) so tune in next saturday with two girls with braids. How, how did you end it last time? You said. I think I said thank you guys so much for watching and listening to this episode. Uh, my name is Melissa Delcois, and then your name is Marisha LJ. You can follow me. You can follow us. Yep. At two girls with braids. The battery's about to die. Spotify and YouTube. Yes, and then Alyssa, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Alyssa Delcois on. And you can find me at Marisha.
Kesha LJ on Instagram as well. We will see you next time. And remember to always look up.